The following program is not intended for children under 13, even though 13 is the spookiest of numbers. It contains coarse language, mature content, stories about ghosts, it's kind of spooky, and also I am not responsible for the things that come out of my wife's mouth. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of Spooky Stories. Ooh. I'm your ghost co-host, Mamacom, the kooky one. And I'm the spooky one, Kaya. And today we are going to be taking a trip to Canada's capital and visiting Ottawa. Great, because I've never been to Ottawa. Well, you may not want to go after this. Oh, no. Um, Can we go to Ottawa right now and then come back and then do the podcast? Well, I think, like, you may still want to go as long as we just don't stay at this hostel. Oh, okay, cool. We don't stay at hostels anyway. You're not cool enough for that. See, there you go. Um, So today we are going to be... I didn't mean that you're not cool. I just just saying that, like, every time I'm like, hey, let's stay at a hostel, you're like, no. You're a cheap bastard, and I don't want to stay at a hostel. I want to stay at a nice hotel. Because uh, I go on vacation to treat myself. I think after hearing this, you probably won't want to stay at one either. No, I don't think so either. No. Uh, so today we are going to be talking about the spooks of the High Ottawa Jail Hostel, uh, which is the ninth spookiest building in the world. Um, ninth spookiest? That's, that's a red flag. Second red flag is a hostel that has the word... A jail in it. <laughs> Are you ready to learn about it? Yeah. Yeah? Are you sure? We're going to be talking about lots of spooky things. No. Yep. Let's talk about not spooky things. Like what? Um, like visiting Ottawa, not spooky places. Mm, but that's half the fun. And seeing the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Uh, not very fun. No. Let's hear a story instead. That sounds a lot better. All right. Uh, so the Ottawa Jail was built in 1862. Next I to it the, was a hostel. It is now, but that's not how it started. Okay. Uh, can I tell you my story? Yes. All right. Thank you. Sorry. So like I said, it was built in 1862 next to the courthouse, and the two buildings were connected by a tunnel. Tunnels are fun. We love tunnels. <gasps> I love this idea. Uh, it's like... Take him away, boys. Through Take the tunnel through and the right tunnel. into the jail. Exactly. So it was originally called the Carlton County Jail, spelled G-O-A-L. So I recently learned while doing research for this podcast that a lot of people think that that is like Gale or Goal. Like, Goal. Um, however you want to say it. But G-O-A-L was actually pronounced jail, just like J-A-I-L. Is that how they spelled? Yeah. Jail back then? Yeah. Crazy, right? That is crazy. Yeah, so it was the main jail in Ottawa for over a century. Okay. So it's an old-ass building. Well, of course. It's right next to the courthouse. They can go right <laughs> through the tunnel, right into the jail. Exactly. So there were very, very few amenities compared to jails of today. Not that I'm saying that jails of today have, like, a lot of amenities. They might. I don't know. They might. I know, like, jails. prisoners can get... To, like get degrees in jail and get super buff and there's even like prisoners that are teaching other prisoners because they have these degrees but mm. um back in the 1800s 
when this jail was built. They didn't have that. That no. wasn't a thing. Uh, the windows were open to the elements. So, like, it wasn't even a window. It was just, like, a hole in the cell where you would get sun, wind, rain, snow. Everything just came in these windows. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's like a castle. Yeah. The jail cells were extremely small. Um, so they were one meter wide, so three feet wide, by three meters long, six feet long. Oh, my god! It's like a three foot by six foot cement. I have closets bigger space. than that. Yep, we do. <laughs> we actually do. Up to 150 prisoners consisting of men, women, and children were forced to share 60 of these small cells. So the one meter by th- six meter, or men, one meter by three meter. To share a small... Um, Or 30 larger cells, uh, which were two meters by three meters. Those were reserved for royalty. (laughs) Um, As well as six solitary confinement units. So there were 96 units where prisoners would go. Okay. So it sounds pretty small, right? Yeah. Prisoners that were in solitary confinement units would be shackled face down. And public hangings were the norm. Right. Yeah. That's why they only needed 96 people. I guess so. Hanging bitches left, right, and You're just going to get hanged anyway. Funny enough, there were only actually three official hangings reported from this jail. Good for us. Good Uh, for Ottawa for only doing three. Officially reported. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, So while open, the jail inflicted very inhumane conditions upon those who were imprisoned there, and many inmates died of malnourishment or disease from the unclean conditions. But only three hangings. But only three hangings that we know of that were recorded. Um, Prisoners were also tortured by jail guards, which was very common back then. If they were lucky enough, prisoners would get the chance to go outside and chop wood or clean the snow in the winter. Um, But most days were spent wandering the corridors waiting for night to come so they could wait for the next day. Oh, man. Pretty boring existence. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So while the jail was built during a time when they were placing a new emphasis on the reformation of prisoners and the safe housing of the accused conditions at the jail continued to deteriorate so they're like we think that you should be treated better but we're not going to worry about it right now no not right now in 1930 the royal commission on public welfare issued a provincial report criticizing the inadequacies at the jail and called for its immediate replacement but despite the growing outrage about the inhumane conditions, the jail remained open until 1972. I'm still thinking about these windows. How big were they? Because they could—they were open in the elements, but you couldn't get outside, so they had to be, like, small. I think they're probably, like, you know how in movies and stuff you see, like, the old jails and the windows are literally, like, the size of a cement block? Yeah. Like, I think that's what I picture. But they would still have to be bars on the windows, if that was the case. But if they were high enough up, they wouldn't. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and if it's the size of a cement block, like, nobody's squeezing their ass through that. I guess so, yeah. That's pretty small. I've been working on my vertical leap all day. So, there was one very famous hanging that took place at the Carleton County Jail, um, and it took place on February 11th, 1869. It was the hanging of Patrick J. Whelan, who was guilty of the assassination of Thomas Darcy McGee, who was a father of Canadian Confederation. So he, like, helped with the Confederation of Canada. Yeah. Um, 
over 5,000 people attended and witnessed Patrick's hanging, which was a large number considering how small Ottawa actually was at the time. Considering there was only three hangings, that's right? actually a pretty good attendance. Um, like, Ottawa was just was just getting its start. It wasn't the city or the national capital that it is today. Um, so these 5,000 people would have had to travel from probably all over Confederate Canada. Oh, man. I hate the idea of people, like... It's gathering for entertainment to see someone get yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, only three hangings were officially reported. Only at the jail. three. Uh, but there are stories of many other hangings that may have taken place here. So there is like the one main area where like these public hangings were taken. But I guess if you like take a tour of the jail, there's another area where it looks like people were also hung. Mm. So it was like the secret hanging area. I don't really know anything about the second hanging here, but the third and final official execution took place on March 27th, 1946. So not that long ago, if you think about it. I can see them, like, selling tickets to these That's only, like... 80 years ago. Programs. Get your programs. Um, Hanging. Happening today. That was when Eugene Larmont was hung for killing an Ottawa police detective. Yeah. Don't kill cops. Doesn't yeah. end well for anybody. No. So many of the prisoners who died at the jail were buried in unmarked graves on the grounds of the jail, including Patrick Whalen, who was our first. So it was Whelan. Whelan, Whalen. I don't really know how to say it. What? Patrick Whelan. Okay. Uh, so Patrick Whelan was also buried on the grounds, um, but he had been promised that he would be returned to Montreal so his family could bury him. But they didn't, so, they didn't keep that they promise. They didn't keep that promise, and they buried He's him gonna in Ottawa. going to haunt their asses. He's probably going to haunt their asses, along with the other hundreds of of people that were buried on the, on the site. Damn. Right? Go Patrick. In 1973, the jail was purchased by Hosteling International and converted into a hostel, but they maintained much of the original structure, allowing guests to spend a night in jail. That sounds like such a hipster thing. And when was right? this purchased? 1973. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, so it's Ottawa been a hostel. Like yeah, it's been a hostel since 1973. It's still a hostel. They're closed right now. They close from November to January. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of it is because of like COVID too. Yeah. Um, but it is still actually an operating hostel Jeez. owned by Hosteling International, that's who the, do have some nice facilities. Company, yeah. Like I've stayed at, in some of their facilities in like England and stuff, and they do have some nice facilities. Even this one, like if you look at the pictures of it, like it. Looks, of course, you want us to stay there, right? It looks really nice, but like, I don't want to stay in one of the jail cells. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why. So the jail is home to many ghost stories and sightings for anyone who's brave enough to visit or stay the night. And like I said, you can stay in a jail cell. So if you're brave enough to do that, by all means, go right ahead. I don't. I would stay in other parts of it. I mean, minus the hauntings, it sounds pretty cool. Wait till you see the photos of it. Like, it actually looked like a pretty, it looks like a pretty cool place. 1971, hipsters all the way in Ottawa. 1973. So... The most notorious ghost stories involve Patrick Whelan. Um, the Whelan man. Who is probably pissed off about being hung and yeah. trapped here due to being buried on the grounds when he was told that he'd be sent back to Montreal. Yeah, he should have been better at yeah. Whelan and dealing. He's probably livid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, haunting the shit out of everybody. So he has been seen sitting on the end of guest beds, sometimes clutching a Bible. Um, so, like, they're 
are lots of reports of people staying. Chakra blue. I should have been buried in Montreal. Um. So there's reports of him, people like waking up in the middle of the night and he's just like sitting on the end of their bed. His figure has been seen wandering the halls that led to the gallows, which are is where he was hung. And they are still present on site today. And yeah. they're part of the tour that you can take. Some people have even been said to have heard the figure reciting the Lord's Prayer, just as Patrick did in his final moments. He had also claimed his innocence and that he knew the identity of the killer just before he was executed. I feel like he's holding the Bible up to be like, this is bullshit. Look at me. I'm not in heaven. I'm not in hell. I'm stuck in Ottawa. He's stuck in Ottawa, which is pretty much like being stuck in hell. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In a hostel. In a hostel. With a bunch of backpacking Germans and yeah. things of that nature. So, like, Nothing he's Germans, stuck in a hostel saying. that still looks like the jail that he lived in until he was executed. Except now it's populated by a bunch of hipsters. Correct. And ghost seekers like yourself. And he's just like, ugh. Yeah. I can't get one moment's respite. No. Uh, so many hostel guests have reported being woken in the middle of the night to the sounds of footsteps next to their bed or even whispers in their ears. Um, there's. Hey, hey, can you come dig up my body and then bring it to Montreal, please? Like, that'd be really awesome. Like, I wouldn't have to stay in this stupid hipster hotel. So a lot of them didn't know that, like, these prisoners had been buried on site until I think it was, like, the eight, like the 1980s, 1990s. They were going to, like, refurbish the parking lot. They dug up, like, half the parking lot and then found rema- a bunch of remains. And then were like, oh, shit. Damn. There's, like, hundreds of people buried here. And they just, like, put it all back. They're like, mm, nope, not fucking with this. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just, like, a hundred... The damage is done, though, at that point. Right? You're just like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So, there's hundreds of restless spirits that are left wandering the halls. The halls that still look like their final home before they died, right? Because they yeah. kept it looking, looking like the jail, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the ghosts are probably just confused. They're just like, oh, man, I'm still in jail. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd die. Damn it. Um, so one thing that I thought was really funny, I read somewhere, um, when you check into the hotel, because of, like, people, so many people claiming they've heard, like, footsteps and whispers and stuff, they'll actually provide you earplugs. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, um, That is so gimmicky. Right. So they'll give you earplugs when you check in. Um, Here you are. Welcome to the hostel. I mean, it could also be because guests have claimed that they've heard chilling screams, mainly in the jail part of the hospital and from the lounge area. Um, so in 2009, they opened a lounge in the hostel called Mugshots. Of course, see, gimmicky. Yeah. Welcome to the hostel. Here's your earplugs because, you know, it gets a little spooky at night. And don't forget about cocktail hour at Mugshots. <laughs> So T-shirts, yeah, get your T-shirts. I was haunted by Patrick Whelan, <laughs> only at the haunted hostel. Uh, so the lounge area is actually the area that housed the women and children who mm. were in the jail. So that might explain some of the screams and the crying that they're hearing in that area. Yeah. Solitary confinement units, also known as the hole, have been reported to have feelings of ominous negative energy and despair uh, in the cramped dark spaces. Which, okay, okay. So you can stay in the SCU? You can. Wow. Yeah. You have to pay extra for that, don't you? I don't think so. Oh, really? <laughs> no. I think it's just one of the room options when you I book. Mean, it's called the hole. 
I kind of would. Like, it's just a completely padded room for you they're and me? They're not padded. They're just separate from everyone oh. else. This is a jail, not a mental health facility. Not a bouncy castle? Not a bouncy <laughs> castle either. No. This isn't like Cinderella's bouncy castle. The gallows are another hotspot for paranormal activity. Many people have claimed to have heard footsteps, disembodied voices, and other mysterious and spooky sounds coming from the execution chamber. I wonder why. There's an execution chamber there, too, the that gallows. you can sleep in? So you can't sleep in it. So the gallows are still there. Um, the gallows, also known as the execution chamber. And they even have, like, a noose that hangs in there. So, like... So you can take your picture and put it on Instagram. That's actually, like, exactly what it's for. So you can take photos of it. Now, I was reading through a bunch of different articles. And there was one experience that really stood out to me and, like was pretty freaky from what I read. Uh, it was an account from the hostel assistant manager. His name is Jeff Delgado. And he told of a guest who checked herself into the old warden's office, not knowing that it was the warden's office at all. Uh, but that was the room that she had checked into. But she failed to check out the next morning. So they're like, what's going on? Is she okay? Doesn't she know that checkout's at 11? WTF. Yeah. Right. So Jeff went to check on the guest to see if she was okay, see if she was even there. I mean, sure, I guess that happens. I've oh, never heard sure. of anybody really going to check on anybody, but it, yeah, it's a, I guess so. Yeah, that's it's true. a relatively small place. You <laughs> that's probably, a good point. I guess we're we're just too rule abiding to like have stayed in a hotel past eleven <laughs> and long someone enough comes that to check someone's on like, us. uh, yeah. are you guys dead in here? <laughs> check out at eleven. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, so he knocked on the door, got no answer. So he was just, he's like, I'm going to check out what's going on. So he used his key and he went into the room. Uh, and did he in, knock first? He did. Yeah. I told you he knocked and got no answer. Gotcha. So he went into the room and found her in basically what appeared to be a state of sleep paralysis. Okay. Yeah. That's a well-known thing. Yeah. It's terrifying. She's thing. probably a lucid dreamer and sometimes yeah. that shit goes bad. So apparently he shook her awake, which I'm pretty sure you're not actually supposed to shake anyone awake that's in sleep paralysis. Especially because it's just a guest and you're a hostile. Like, right? That's... Like, are you that serious about her checking out at 11 a.m. that you're going to like... This story's feeling a little bit kind of weird, kind of not true. <laughs> a little creepy. I feel like that's against assistant manager policy. Anyways. Here at the haunted hostel. So apparently when the guest was shaken aw- awake... Uh, she was hysterical and frightened. She said that... A no s- shit! Some weird stranger just shook her away. Right. Uh, so she said that a small girl had appeared to her in her paralyzed state, um, and the room had been transformed into an office. So, the old warden's office. Oh, that's wicked, actually. Yeah. Um, the little girl then wrapped her arms around the guest so she couldn't wake. And whispered in her ear many different things, including the word help, over and over again. Wicked. The guest, like I said, the guest was unaware that this room was the old office, because it was just a room, she just checked in, but could describe in detail what the office surroundings looked like and the physical description of the little girl. So she very clearly described to them what the old warden's office looked like and then what this little girl looked like. Yeah, there was a desk there. No computer, because that was back in the day. Some books, one of those old antique lamps, and an office chair. Oh my god! That's exactly what the warden's office looked like! Um, yeah. 
So yeah. Some tacky carpet. Oh my god, she's describing it perfectly. So that's um, like the freakiest experience that I found. But I did go through some reviews. Some reviews. Yeah. Oh, wicked! Like really, Trip those advisor, reviews. Yes. Travel reviews. It's time yeah. for a new segment on Spooky Stories. <laughs> Review crew. Um. So some of my some of my favorites include beautiful place. Ghosts wouldn't leave me alone. Loved humming to me. <laughs> um. Or this one. Great hostel, but the ghosts kept messing with the entrance door. Spooky AF. <laughs> And finally, my personal favorite, free continental breakfast, bagels included. Freaky toaster, though. <laughs> <laughs> those gosh dang um, haunted toasters. Yeah. So I thought that those were, I thought those were cute. They're yeah, quite funny. Nice. I mean, like, I'd like to check out a freaky toaster. Yeah. That'd be fun. Like, what happens? Does it just, like, it makes the binging sound like your bagel's done, but then the bagel doesn't actually pop until you, like, look at it, and it's like, surprise, bitch! <laughs> like <laughs> pops right in your eye. Um, yeah. So... Or, like, you toast the bagel, and it comes out with, like, a, like, toasted, uh, like, words that say, like, get out. Right. I mean... I would still eat that bagel. Except it's it's like Canadian and it's from the like 1930s. Get so it says out. get oot. Get oot, <laughs> eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so like I said, it's still a fully functional hostel. For anyone who stays there, there is a daily tour for hostel guests at 11 a.m. But that tour is only for people who stay there. Of course it is. Yep. Gotta get that money. But there is an organization called the Haunted Walk. So they're in um, they're in Ontario. I think that's the only province they're in right now. I've actually like looked at their website a lot because I've done some research that um, has actually brought me to their website before. Uh, so they offer sixty minute tours of the jail full of rich history. They used to do it as like a big tour, but now because of COVID, uh, they're doing what are called bubble tours. <laughs> so you can like. It's it's very few people, but you can still actually check it out and go do through the hostel. you get to, like, like, do it in a Zorb ball? I wish. Like, when I heard bubble tours, that was what I was hoping for. Yeah, like for. a plastic bubble for everybody. That'd be amazing. Right? Just, um, like, bumping into each other. Fortunately, that's not what it How is. How do they get through the door? I don't know. Um, I was really sad. So, Haunted Walk, if you ever listen to this podcast episode, may we suggest actual bubble Yes, that'd be great. I also feel like that'd be safer with COVID. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, yeah. And because the hostel is closed to the public right now, it's like a private tour, basically. Nice. Which is pretty cool. 11 a.m.? That's not very spooky time. I don't think they do theirs. It's spooky enough for toasters, though. So, the 11 a.m. one is the one through the hostel. I don't think the Haunted Walk does theirs at 11 a.m. I think it's like in the afternoon or the evening. In the afternoon. You, like, go in and you book a time. The spookiest of times in rush hour. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Rush Hour spooks me out. So in 1978, it was designated as a historical landmark for its historical, architectural, and contextual value. Cha-ching! Yep. So that's good for... <laughs> that's probably part of the reason why Hustling International hasn't, like, gotten rid of it yet. They're probably like, mm, it's got some... It's got some good shit. It's we a historical... It's a historical landmark, so, like, let's hold on to it for a few more years. Hopefully the value will go back up, and then we'll Yeah, everyone's into spooks right now. Thanks, yep. guys. And it was also included in the same Haunted Canada collection as the Belle Island Hag. 
and the Haunted Brickman. Wait, so it's just their hostel? It's not anything else? Uh, so the, the stamp, it's a stamp and a coin, and it's actually, the coin is really cool. I'll post, like, a, I found a GIF of it online, okay. so it'll show, like, it'll show the coin in the one, and it's just, like, a person standing in front of, like, a jail cell door, yeah. and then you turn the coin, and it's, like, the person standing there, but, like, Patrick Whelan is, like... <laughs> Spooking in behind. Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton is spooking in behind on this Canadian stamp. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. So that is the spooky history of the High Ottawa Jail Hostel. Yep. Uh, so spooky recap. Yeah. All right. So speedy, speedy recap. Speedy recap. Sorry. That's still spooky. Make sure. It's <laughs> spooky, spooky, speedy as well. recap. Spooky, speedy uh, recap. So we traveled to Ottawa, Ontario, to visit the original jail, uh, which is also the ninth spookiest building in the world. Uh, it's home to lots of ghosts, including the ghosts of Patrick Whelan and Eugene. I don't even remember what Eugene's last name was, but Bobby. they were. Two of the official hangings there. There's probably a lot more unofficial hangings, but obviously they're unofficial, so we can't catch them. Um, There's reports of Patrick walking up and down the hall, praying, hoping that someone might still save him. There's bodies being dug up in the parking lot. Uh, And you can go stay in a tiny-ass jail cell and get your... Get your spook on. Um, So, based on everything I told you today, do you believe the jail is haunted? Um, And would you stay there? Okay, so first of all, I want to know whose job it is to rank the spookiest places in the world. Like, is it like, oh, how many ghosts have been seen here? How much activity? Did our boop boop machine read like 20 (laughs) boops out of like 40 possible boops? Yeah, I don't actually know what the criteria is, but I could probably look it up for you and let you know. Yeah, please do. Because that's interesting to me. Um, Quantifiably, it sounds like a lot of spooks because there's reviews online about it being spooky. Right. And about freaky toasters. Oh, man, I want one of those toasters that says get oot. <laughs> get that sounds oot. awesome. Get oot, eh? <laughs> get oot, eh? <laughs> uh, so do you think it's haunted? Uh, maybe. Uh, I think that if you keep telling people to wear earplugs and that it's the ninth spookiest place and that you're giving people tours, bad bubble tours about it, and, like, everyone says it's haunted, then you're probably going to think it's haunted, and you're probably going to experience some things. Yeah. Would you stay there? Uh, no, because it's a hostel, and we're not allowed to stay in hostels, so... I mean, I would break my own rule for this. Yeah, no. Still no? No. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, final question for you. Spooky rating. If you had to give it one, what would you give it out of ten? You know, I like this one. I think I'm going to give it seven brave little toasters out of ten. ten bubble walks. Awesome. Well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed our episode for today. And until next week, we hope you keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Ooh.